0: And welcome to Black Girl Brunch. My name is Elon. And I'm Sabria. And today we are trying something different. This is our first time recording via Zoom. Let's just let's just hope that, you know, this goes well. Cause this is our um our second or actually third attempt at trying to figure out a way to record at home. I know people do it all the time, but it's just a trial and error thing for us to figure out which way works best for us. So, shouts to the people who have been joining us for our Instagram Live. We are still doing that. Um, So right now we're doing it like every Wednesday. It's a little different from the actual podcast uh, we know that people come to the podcast to hear things so we don't want to be like interacting with people to kind of like get in the way of the news and the discussion so instead like the instagram lives is just a kickback it's like a way for us to talk to each other and talk to like the people who uh listen to us and make us feel special so it's fun doing both it really is yep it really is part of the week is when i get to talk to people and not feel crazy you know
1: (laughs) And also it's like now I'm like since
0: I'm not talking to people like on, on the screen, it kind of feels like a little weird. Like I've gotten like used to it. Yeah, same, but I'm looking for some comments or something. Like, hey guys, welcome <laughs> up. Us. It's, it's just like old school a <laughs> little bit. Um, how have you been? Um, I've been good. Again, I'm feeling way more productive. Um, like I told you earlier, I finished reading um a book that makes me feel so accomplished.
1: Um, oh, which
0: book you read uh, umbrella academy, right? Yeah, the last one, which has literally like it was the most it was one of the most chaotic things I've read. And I read a lot of stuff, but that was very chaotic. Um You're not shocked at all. Yeah, and it really has nothing to do with um the other first two comics. So if you are interested in watching the Umbrella Academy, um it's not very I I would say if you like me and you like to know like every detail about everything, then yes, you want to read it. Um, but it's not necessary. The last one, I feel like it's not that necessary. Okay. Cool. I was wondering if I should like go and read it next since I'm watching the show. The the third one, but the, it don't really tell you anything that you that would, um, would happen in the near future. Okay. All right. Well, I might need to read it too. Um, do I sound good by the way? Like, how's my voice? You do, I can hear you. You sound clear. Yeah, you sound clear as well. Just wanted to double check on that. Also, um, what have I been doing? Honestly, I've been in my own world, just relaxing and chilling. Like I can't even tell you what I've been up to because I've just been minding my business completely and 100 percent And I'm so happy that you are doing that. Yeah, like I feel like I I feel like I did back when I was in like middle school where I would like have goals like oh I need to clean my room or I need like back when life wasn't anything other than what your parents did or dictated that's how I feel like I'm so limited in what I can do I'm just trying to be as creative as I was back then like it sounds crazy but I feel like I'm in the second wave of childhood right now like being on lockdown so I'm like obviously there's some benefits to that Um, (laughs) there's not not benefits to that too like when I'm really really bored like I'm just like whoa I don't get bored, so when I do, it's like a feeling of uh. Yeah, me too. Because like I started, um, I started because I everybody know I love YouTube, so I was like watching YouTube like just exclusively. But now I started watching like TV shows, and like I'm getting more excited. Like I don't know if you, but it's a good show. But I used to watch the show, um, in high school. It's called Misfits. And it came on BBC, and it's like a superhero like type show. What's it called? Uh, it's called Misfits. It's on Hulu. Oh yeah, I, I remember you telling me about that. And that's that's the show that um, Robert Sheen, uh, Sheenan, um, you know, who plays Klaus. That's the show that I first met him on. Um, and he uh, what was about to say, I started watching that again today because I watched it in high school, and like it's rated TV So a lot of
1: times I would have to sneak and watch some episodes.
0: And also, as a kid, all I know was I was watching the TV show. I didn't really care about watching like the from like the first episode, second episode, back in order. I just knew I was watching the TV show. I didn't like so I was watching like I would watch like the first four episodes of season one. Next thing you know, I'm watching season two, and I don't know what the fuck happened. But so I rewatching it as an adult is like so fun. Um, and now just getting back into, like, watching TV. I'm like, this is so fun. Like, I, I miss, like, watching TV shows and, like, movies. Yeah, same. Like, I've just been, I watched, like, Frida, um, Frida Kahlo's uh, uh, movie uh, mm-hmm. starring Salma Hay. I always wanted to watch it. So, I like, I finally had a chance to watch that yesterday. Um, I've been watching Gossip Girl, <laughs> The Shy, Moesha, all at the same time. I've just been watching <laughs> um you know tv used to be like you would just watch a bunch of shows oh also me and my mom started watching um the show p-valley um that's a good show wait what's it
1: called
0: it's called p-valley you're starting to sound a little muffled it's called p-valley the show oh p-valley okay okay yeah it's called p-valley um it's on stars um and me and my and it's also actually coming on tonight at nine, but i am DVR it. Um, but that's a good show. Um also, oh my gosh, what other oh I watched the Harley Quinn movie uh this morning, um Birds of Prey. I love oh, it. Oh, okay. I heard you talking about that. It's on HBO for free until the until the 29th. Until when?
1: The 29th
0: of um Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I gotta watch it because uh, that's thank you for letting me know that because I actually have it. Mm-hmm. So let's get into a little bit about the fundraiser. We actually gave an update on the um on the Instagram live, but Sabria has been doing like a lot of work uh to do something just as good as the give back because again, we weren't able to do the Black or Branch give back because um turns out coronavirus has been making its rounds through my family and we didn't even know it. So I wouldn't have felt safe, um, giving stuff away when I know I could have possibly had coronavirus or be getting it. So we decided to nix the in-person give back and instead use the money, um, in other ways. So Sabria, you want to give a drop about what you did? So I had posted, um, all the like the receipts on the Black Crow Bunch Twitter and also my own personal Twitter. Um, I had donated to 28 different uh, trans women in Philly. Um, 27 of them was from this list. Um, and I posted the list and I will post it again if anybody wants to donate to the list. It was a it was a list of 41 trans women who were in me in the city. And um, I randomized twenty seven names from that list, and then donated hundred dollars to all of their PayPal's. I mean, PayPal. Sorry, all of their um, Cash ads. And some of them had GoFundmes, and I donated to their GoFundmes. On um, the twenty eighth one, um, I donated to a mutual um, who is from um, Philly and has a GoFundme. I donated a hundred dollars to her GoFundme. Um, also. I am still uh, looking to give money to the um people who are working at the camps at the parkway. Um, the parkway in Philly is like it's um it's near our art museum and it's a huge parkway. Uh, and they usually use it for like baseball games and stuff like that. But um recently, people have set up tents for homeless people in our city, which I think is a great idea, um, even though they should just give them housing, but I feel like that's a, you know, good start, um, they are looking for money for, like, toilet toiletries, food, and things like that, uh, and I'm going to be donating money to them, but the only thing is they take, um, they only take PayPal and, um, or, like, regular cards, so I'll have to transfer the money from my cash at to
1: um, my regular um, car in order to donate to them. Okay, cool. So yeah, thank you so much for doing all that. And yeah, we're detail oriented. Just wanna let y'all know what's happening
0: and we will be um, sharing more. So let's get into the Fade Four. This week's Fade Four are our four favorite TV families. All right, Sabrina. Starting with you. I know we did TV Moms before, but this is like the first time we're actually doing like the entire family. So for my TV families, I picked the Prowl family. Um, I love their dynamic on the Prowl family. Um, Also, I just love that it was like a Black family and there wasn't like, it was a wholesome Black family. Like, I mean, granted, it was a cartoon, um, but... I just love that, like seeing like a wholesome like black family, people yeah. getting along, and people like even if they have you know little things, they still get through it. Like especially coming from a cartoon, um, seeing that as a kid, it was just very like I I loved it. Um, another one. This is a terrible TV family, but I like them. Um, married with children, the Bundy family. Um, mainly because I love I knew people. you was gonna say them. Mainly because I love peg Bundy and I think it's so funny that I'll hate her. Like, I think that is so funny. Like, that is so a mess, but like, I loved it. Oh, yeah, the,
1: the Bundy family from Married with Children.
0: Also, number three. This is crazy because they are such a like messed up dysfunctional family, but I really and I really love um, the family from Umbrella Academy. And they are a great family, though. <laughs> they they really are a great family, even though they're like so dysfunctional. And I feel like season two, they're a better family um, because they're all trying. They all they all realize that they will not be able to um, achieve their goal without each other and I just like that like, I love when families get along like when people get along like that just makes me um that just warms my heart um so the last family um is going to be it's a tough one but I'm gonna say the family from the United States of Terror Um
1: oh because, my
0: god because for me even the husband was annoying yes he was annoying he's very annoying <laughs> but I just liked how I feel like they were like for that time, like when it came out. I feel like they were like very um, progressive. Very, yeah, I feel like they're a very progressive family, um, and I liked that. Um, so you yeah, can I'm, feel that. I can see that. But honestly, I, as I like keep on thinking, I'm like there's so many good TV families, but yeah, those are my my four. Okay. You know that husband drove me nuts. I know. He was so... He, <laughs> because <laughs> you think that he liked the fact that she was sick. He'd be like, oh, no. Are, is it happening again? It's like, all right, come on. He'd be like, hey, T. Yes. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, God, T, is that you? All right, look at you. Ready to go kiki with the girls. Happy. So happy that the mental illness is kicking in. But All right, for me, the first one would be the family from my wife and kids yes oh my god i wanted to be part of that family so bad because i felt like when i was a kid they were the first uh parents that were pretty reasonable to me like anything that they asked out of their kids made complete sense <laughs> they weren't like you can't date they were like you just can't have sex you know what i mean yeah go out they were like well you just can't go out with this group of friends and they were funny and like very much in love with each other so i'm like yeah. how i'm like picturing my household if i'm lucky Next, um, Boy Meets World. Like I've been watching, <laughs> don't. <adults. laughs> and I really, really enjoy the Matthew family. Like they're just, oh, <laughs> they're just so holistic. You know, Corey has his little hot takes, and Sean, and the little sister. I never noticed her growing up. She's funny as hell. So I'm like, oh, I really like her. She got a lot of sass. Um, so yes, love the Matthew family. Um, and it's just supposed to be like this working class family. Like they're not rich, they're not poor. They're just right in the middle. But the, the family values are like there. Then the Fresh Prince because they are rich. So I just love that seeing that rich representation as a child. Because you know I grew up with like Good Times being or like on repeat. And then when like Fresh Prince started, like when I started seeing Fresh Prince reruns and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, this was so nice. Like money isn't the center of. The, the show and like who doesn't want uncle Phil and Darskin Aunt Viv as their like <laughs> guardians. Oh my gosh. I love Darsky and Aunt Viv. Oh my gosh. And I understand she might not have the, the actress wasn't necessarily the easiest to work with, but I I hate to say it. She she was <laughs> a star. <laughs> she was. She was so good. She was she so, was so great. Like she gave us so many moments. And I, I felt bad for Light like, Skin Aunt Viv, but I feel like she shouldn't have took the role. She shouldn't have she shouldn't have took it. She knew it, it makes not make sense. Um, then finally, Tia and Tamara because I love Lisa and I love Ray. Like, I love them both so much. I think that I love couples like that, like a chaotic woman <laughs> with an uptight man. Like, if I think about the nanny, I think about the Parkers, like, that's yeah. my favorite dynamic. <laughs> Is that on the streaming service right now? It's gonna come. It's gonna come soon on Netflix. And I can't because Lisa was so funny. She really is so funny. She really <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I love that too, Ima. Like like a wife that just drop. Like, oh my god, I'm just think about how like I would be on um <laughs> on married with children. Like anytime Peggy says something, he's like, oh just put a bullet in my head. <laughs> <laughs> he like, damn, bro, you really hate each other. Sorry, like don't oh, no, they don't, like, you like, know?
1: Prob- it's like problematic, but it's just so
0: Funny to me because she right like, didn't care. She like kept she don't on. don't care. She kept on going. And she like, can I have some money? Right, that's not <laughs> the type person she is. Can I have money and can I annoy you? Love it. Okay, so um, let's get into toast versus. This week we want to toast and protect Latita James, which is the New York Attorney General. Who's attempting to uh, dissolve the the N.R.A. the National Rifle Association? She's accusing its senior leadership of violating laws governing nonprofit groups and using millions from the organization's reserves for personal use. So, according to uh, James they have used all this money to benefit themselves, their family, their friends, uh, their favorite vendors leading the organization to lose more than 63 million in three years. So, wow, 60 fucking three milli, like what? <laughs> That's nuts. So my whole thing is like, I can't tell you my true thoughts on the NRA because I don't really know much about them. I just know they stir the pot a lot. All I know is this is a black woman going after a group of, of white people with guns and mm-hmm. that reason I just want her to be safe and I want her to win because <laughs> like the NRA I know one thing's for sure they haven't necessarily helped with the problems with guns in this country it's like everybody's just trying to ignore it because they don't want to lose their rights you know yep mm-hmm. yep and they are scared too um because the thing is that like, I'm not against Um, using guns, it's just that the way these people are running it is just not, it's not ethical. Yeah, and so many children are getting hurt. That's my problem. Mm -hmm. Too many, one too many children have died at the hand of guns and I don't feel like enough people are doing anything to get the guns out of, um, make sure the children don't get them and get them out of sociopaths hands. You need Mm -hmm. to have mental health checks to get guns, but actually, heard that New York City Uh, Listen, don't kill me. I heard this on a podcast that New York City is one of the places that have better gun laws. And that's why, knock on wood, there aren't too many mass shootings in New York State. Hmm. I heard that. But I don't want to get read to filth by somebody like, well, actually. I'm like, you got it. You got it. (laughs) All right, so let's get into tea time. Um, We're going to talk about WAP real quick. We talked about it a little bit on the podcast um and we're probably going to say a lot of the same things maybe some new thoughts but i mean i the song itself i really enjoy me too In the video it was fun it's like what else can you say it was fun it was a it was a fun time it was a good mental break um was a, i was excited yeah me too and i, I have like, no more yeah and i have yeah, like i have not been excited in like uh, i mean i was excited for the the savage remake but like yeah. that's that's like the last time that I was like really excited. And I haven't been listening to music like that. Mm-hmm. So it made me listen to music. And when I was listening today, I started listening to other female
1: rappers and stuff like that. So I was like, oh like you know, it was it was definitely a moment. It was a moment, but unlike Savage, we knew it was coming, you know what I mean? So it was nice to kind of
0: to sit tight, park myself in front of the computer and just like actually watch it. Like I love the pictures, I love the outfits, I love the verses. When I saw Normani, I started snapping. And also I love that they had like a um they had like a live before that. So they were talking before the premiere. Yeah, like that's. I think that a lot of people got caught up with Beyonce just dropping a Beyonce, her self title album in the visuals. And everybody thought from this point on, that's how you promote things, you know, like to hell with the old way. And I'm happy that people are starting to kind of like take it back to that, like teasing us and promoting, because that gets us excited. Like go mm-hmm. traditional marketing where you let us know, like, are right, my shit coming out in a month? Because <laughs> everybody <laughs> about Beyonce. And even she's teasing her own stuff. Like, she teased Black as King for, like, uh, some time. She teased Lemonade. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That tease for Black as King, I was like, come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a creep, yo. That's how <laughs> I felt. I was, like, feeling for it. Yeah, me too. Like, oh, I just can't. I can't deal with it. Um, Naturally, though, a lot of men had things to say about WAP, which annoyed me. <laughs> Why, why do y'all like to talk so much? No, I don't know how many times you can say this, but stop also like, stop depending on celebrities to raise your kids. Like, are you crazy? That sounds crazy to me. That sounds what, insane. Which one of them was saying that WAP is not good for kids? Some random nigga. Oh, and some random nigga. Um, and also, who else? Um, CeeLo was saying something. And everybody was like, oh, now the date breakfast wants to talk to us. Yeah, like, it's you know, it's not the best for my kids. It's like, okay. So when we, talk, when Future talking about putting his thumb in people's butt, we get nothing. Oh my God. And we that get nothing. He, said- he literally said he wanted to put his thumb, and that has caused a lot of trauma for a lot of people, because niggas is taking oh. The- the- <laughs> No, (laughs) I wasn't even trying to like bring it back home, but I know there's a lot of guys who really think now like okay, cool future said he puts his finger in like this person's butt. Like, let me try. Like, you don't just go jamming it in here though. You don't do that. I could tell you that right now. And it's like it's just everybody's (laughs) so excited to try things. It's like, okay, let's focus on if, if it's if it's about being explicit. It's a lot of people you need to get to before you hop to, to Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B then. Also, that wasn't the nastiest song. Like, have you ever heard a cupcake song? <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't a nastiest rap song, period. It wasn't the nastiest woman in rap song, and it wasn't the nastiest thing I heard Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B say as individuals. <laughs> I'm like, Same. Uh, what y'all th- thought they was going to sing about? Miss Mary Matt. Like, that was on y'all dumbasses. Y'all should have been knew that they we were going to talk about how good their coochie was. Like, as soon as I saw the visuals with they both taking ass shots. And I'm like, um, why did y'all think that this was going to be like Black Queens? Lift your head. Black Queens. Like, we don't. Want, I don't want to hear it. I hate when somebody sit me down and like, you'll love this, this rapper. And she like, don't show your body. You a queen. And I'm like, fuck her. I don't like this song. I don't believe this. <laughs> I like that's talking about macaroni in a pot. Like I love, I love it. I love it. Cause that's what you need to hear to get your confidence, to boost your confidence, especially right now when you don't even see no, yes. like it's just so good to just, to feel powerful. I agree. I definitely agree. Sorry, I had the mute. The I heard I heard you. but I had to mute real quick because I forgot I ordered food. <laughs> no, yeah, I just need to be fully transparent. Like I am sitting in the kitchen stirring uh, green split peas. So, yeah. Because you don't sound like me. I was trying. I was trying to be discreet. I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Before, when I was taking a long time, I was trying to get my shit off mute. I was drinking lemonade out the uh, <laughs> out the bottle. I, don't know, I sound real crazy right now. But yeah, what was great. Uh Normani, she just came in and she she ate the girls alive with that move. I keep doing it. Like, you know when like she spin around in a circle, then she like whip her hand out. Oh wait, I think Sabria's on mute again. So she probably. Oh, I
1: thought I took myself on mute.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, no, no. Yeah, I was talking about Normani's dance move with the twirl of the hip and then put the arm out. Wait. Yeah, she. Down. I wish I. I wish I could do the split. Some people just. Have you seen that new TikTok dance they doing to WAP? Wow. Yeah. No. Thank you. My whole thing since when did so many people know how to dance like so many people like, i feel like back in the day they would do like reasonable dances like you know okay let's do the chicken head now everybody at the basic level can do the chicken head but then some people elevate and they go crazy and go in a circle but then nowadays i'm like y'all not giving nobody a chance with these dances you gotta go be bouncing on your knees and shit like well i'm not doing it thank you I'm not dealt yeah.
1: on my knees.
0: Yeah, I'm not doing that either. And like, shout out to the big girl that really was slaying with her body everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, she keeps that up. Um, people, of course, still has something to say. But I'm like, if this is if this girl moving like this and doing a split isn't like telling that just because you're big don't mean you're not in shape, I don't know what it is, but people still gotta be like, well, dang, if you can do all that, why can't you lose weight? It's like maybe I don't fucking want to. How about that? Yeah, y'all is annoying, honey but yeah the dance the dancing itself was really really it's nice I just know I ain't gonna be doing it and we're not gonna talk about the Jenner girl we talked about it a little bit on the podcast the bottom line is she shouldn't have been there um that's my opinion not my video obviously but it would have just been way more powerful if like you said in that leopard print outfit we turned around and it was Lizzo or Jordan Woods. And I know she got the walk, period. <laughs> First of all, even if it was Jordan Sparks, I would have been happier than uh, fucking Kylie Jenner, but it's not I'm my song.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm at any Jordan. If it was Jordan Woods, if it was Jordan Sparks, if it was Michael Jordan, like I'll be happy. Any period it was, but like you said, like you can't get over it. Like some people just think that the genders are cool, and it's just a lose lose conversation because they're never going to be cool to me. Never, ever, ever. ever. Yeah, same. Same. Honestly, my dog is cooler. Yes. Um. So let's get into a conversation that Miss Tina had with Lynn Whitfield. So Oprah has this new show called The Girlfriend Check In. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's with on the show was Lynn Whitfield, Vanessa Ball Calloway and Beverly Johnson so they were just talking about um talking to Miss Tina about her divorce <laughs> they were talking to Miss Tina about her divorce Um, and Tina was saying that after, she was devastated after 33 years of marriage Um, because she wanted to stay in the marriage but it was very clear that the person she was married to, who will remain unnamed because we don't give him any attention, he wasn't That's acting me. right. And she just was thinking to myself, like, oh my God, I failed at this. But can you imagine, real quick, just a pause, imagine being married for 33 fucking years. That's longer than we've been alive right now. That is crazy. I can't imagine being with somebody that long. But then you can understand how she had been having reservations about like, I don't know how to not be this. Like, What is life outside of being married to this person? This is why Mm -hmm. it's just so complicated. That's why you don't hold people married and don't want to get out their relationship to the same standard as people who just aren't because it's just a whole other thing. when You start having kids with people and stuff. Yeah, because I feel like for me, that would be hard, like a breakaway point, like having like kids, like, you know, that would be like, for me, I would be like, I don't know how I can get out of this because we got a child together. Exactly. Exactly. And like she was saying, Solange and Beyonce let her feel sorry for herself for a short period of time. Oh, and and Kelly, right? Oh yeah. And Kelly too. Kelly too. Um, she said they let her feel sorry for herself for a period of time, and then they were like, listen, you are a bad girl. They actually called her a bad bitch, but the scene ain't want to say it. And they said, you got so much going. You shouldn't be feeling like your life is over. God has something for you. And she got, like, really emotional because she was just talking about how they gave her the courage to stand up um, and leave her situation, leave their father. Um, and that just kind of brought me to this moment of, like, what is it like when you go from being the child to mother and your mom? Because <laughs> you both have had to go there so far. Like, we both have very close relationships with our mom. But for so long, it was like, she's the mom, I'm the child. But something happened in college where it was, like, a... Flipping the switch. Yeah, my mom kind of cool now. I'm like, what's happening? And then you start to realize, like, oh wow, she's not perfect, and she had these issues while she was raising me, and I didn't even know it. I didn't even know she was going through all this. And like for me, the real moment was when my mom had a stroke. That was a moment where I like stepped completely out of child lane and into. I'm not the mother of this house. I'm not the head of this house, but I am someone who will take care of my mom and my brothers when they need it so yeah because so you did important. that yeah like I think about this time I'm bro I was 20 fucking three years old like really taking care of my whole family but that's something you do for your for your mom and even outside of that you know there are some things where I I think that had my mom been raised like I am now in this generation she may not have had some of the thoughts she had so you have to in addition to extending support, you have to extend so much understanding to your mom. Because it's like, yo, why does she think like this? But then you got to think like, okay, I wasn't raised in the 70s and 80s and 90s where it was just different standards for women. Yep, and also like, I feel like um, in the Black community, I feel like we um, mother our mom. there's a point in time where we mother our moms a lot. Um, And also, I feel like, I feel like the dynamic with, like, our, like, with friendships is different now. Because, like, I mean, I'm speaking in hindsight, but I don't know. I feel like since my girlfriends, like, are so strong-minded and stuff like that, I feel like y'all would be the ones to, quote, unquote, mother me. I don't feel like my kids would, because I feel like a lot of their friends have, like, old school ways of thinking. Yeah. That's so real, though. I don't anticipate passing this along to my kids. Like, I hope I don't anticipate like something happening, and my kids like teaching me the way. I'm not saying my kids can't teach me, but I prefer not to. I don't know, have them involved in certain things. I think that by that point, like, my relationship with my friends will be so like multi level. They're the ones helping me out of things. <coughs> oh, sorry. <coughs> They're the ones helping me out of things. hmm I agree. Sorry. I was, eat, I was eating, choking on a lentil. That's so embarrassing. Actually, it's split pea. This isn't a lentil. It's a split pea. All right. Speaking of mothering, let's get into someone who don't have the best views on mothering, and that is Lauren Hill. I got to say, I am shocked, but not really. You know? Um, yeah. Because we all knew... A mother, a friend with a mom like Lauren Hill, she would come to the school with a head wrap on, but she would be like, you could tell it sounded like she just got out of bed or something like that, and she was just like really, really aggressive. So then, like hearing Lauren Hill's daughter give an account of what it was like growing up under Lauren Hill's roof does not shock me at all. It doesn't shock. Yeah, same. And me. So also, her, mm-hmm. just just the way she is as a performer. I feel yeah. like that reflects how she would be as, like, a mom. Yeah, half-assed. Very much half-assed. But uh, Lauren Hill's daughter's name is Sila Marley. She um is Lauren Hill's daughter and also Rohan Marley's daughter and the granddaughter of Bob Marley. That's always so confusing to me. I'm like, which Marley is she with? Uh she talked a lot about how she took to Instagram live and talked a lot about how um Lauren Hill would often just be so upset about this man not being home. Um mm-hmm. very physically abusive towards her children she beat them a lot and her daughter mentioned a point in time where she would say go get the belt and when she would go get the belt she felt like she was walking to her death because she knew she was gonna get punished and she was saying how she don't hate her mom she don't hate her dad but she's just gotta speak her truth now that she's older and talk about you know what life was like because think about everybody else admiring your mom but you know she put you through hell mm-hmm.
1: like think about that
0: like how does that healing process look like yeah and also i just feel like you know Lauren Hill makes zion zion you know and she says all this shit about how beautiful how beautiful is nothing more than the way that zion's door and how much she loves being a mother and i'm like those be the fucking ones that just Mm -hmm. this pageantry about parenthood and then when they get the kids they don't even know how to treat them so i'm like that's just Ugh, I hate the thought of that. Also, Lauren Hill just went to defend herself and was like, listen, I love my daughter. We're very close. What that was was, you know, parenting and discipline. And, you know, maybe from a kid's point of view, like it just seemed like something different. Getting the belt on your child is not discipline, <laughs> it is it's not hitting your children with objects, hitting your children, period. It's not discipline. And like her daughter just spoke about it. Like that's just, you know, how black parents they thought that was acceptable and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's like we gotta grow out of that real quick. Like another generation of kids cannot cannot deal with getting hit. Like it's it's over because, because that's crazy because she's younger than us. Yeah. So this trip thought it was over after us. Because I know my mom personally, her her mom used to be her so she didn't like the way that that felt so she was like i'm not going to beat my child
1: i'm going to be better than that and she didn't beat me you said she what
0: i said she didn't beat me because my mom was beat as a child and she didn't like the way it felt right and same thing happened with like me um as a kid, I mean, same thing happened with me. Like, I was beat, but I know that my parents, I don't necessarily label my parents as abusive. But I do label them as not smart enough to be able to discipline a child correctly. Yeah. I just want to be like, I'm too smart to put my hands on a kid. That's mm-hmm. because even Lauren Hill admitted, like, a lot of times when you hit kids, it's not out of like, all right, this needs to be correct. It's like out of, you're irritating me right now. <laughs> that's yeah that's mm-hmm. what, it's anger a lot of times adults lash out when kids and it's like well if you can't control your emotions at your big age then how do you expect someone whose brain isn't fully developed you know so i'm happy th- i mean it's not like oh lauren hill is this crazy abuser like that one guy from the fugees who actually was or who wrote for the Fuji's. you know what I'm talking about? His story was on.
1: yeah. Who had all
0: those uh like he kids and stuff? Yeah. Daughter's pregnant and stuff. Yeah. So it's not. Like, I'm not saying that she's on along the same lines as him, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. Just another problematic parent out here that we have to like try our best not to be like. And also,
1: like an- another thing is you shouldn't shame people,
0: um, for loving their parents, even though you know, through their faults. She just was venting, you know? Mm -hmm. And she loves her mom and she's never going to stop loving her mom. It's hard, man. (laughs) When When a parent is not necessarily doing the right thing, even when you get frustrated with your mom, I think I see a lot of Black kids with this or a lot of kids who don't have the best relationship with their parents, you still feel the need to defend them no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's insane. It is insane. But no, I don't. I don't fault her at all. And she, we have to hate to say it. We have to normalize being able to critique somebody to say, but I still love them. That's it. Sometimes it's like like that with friends. It's like that with family. It's like that with mentors. Sometimes you be like, yo, this I did not like. But people are complicated, and I love them, and I understand that they're not perfect. And here we are. And you as a person who isn't in a relationship should be able to mind your business, take the tea, and be like, Oh, okay, cool. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the story. All right. So moving on into, uh, Judas and the black Messiah. So we got a new movie coming out, um, based on, uh, the black Panthers, uh, specifically based on, uh, Fred Hampton and, um, petty FBI informant trying to help take down the Black Panther Party. So I'm a little, I'm, never, I'm excited to see this because um, I can admit that I don't know as much as I probably should about Fred Hampton. Like I was just shocked when uh, I just found out that he was actually murdered when he was only 21 years old. Like the Black, the leaders of the Black Panthers were really young. They really were. Cause like also Angela Davis was like, our age when she was at, I think Madison Square Garden with uh, around um with un, um behind bulletproof glass. If she was that old, she might have been younger than us. No, she was our age. They put they put it on there. So he was she was twenty eight. Oh shit! I thought she was younger than that, but still, I mean, I I don't I can't imagine it at my my big my big age right now. I would be scared. Yeah. But the fact that these were all young people out here making such huge differences in the country is amazing. So the film is, I told you, about Fred Hampton uh, in the FBI informant. Fred Mm -hmm. will be played by Daniel Kaluuya, the same guy from uh, Get Out. LaKeith Stanfield will be playing William O'Neill. And yes, a few other people that are... Sorry, I'm looking at the things. A few other recognizable names, such as like uh, Ryan Coogler. Yep, yeah, who's uh, he? He's directing it, right? Or producing it? He's directing it. Sorry, let me see here. It's actually directed by Shaka King, and produ- okay, and he's producing it. Along and I, Shaka King and Charles King. Um, I like the fact that it's a. Excuse me, a bunch of black people that's um, involved in it. How it should be, <laughs> exactly how white people do their own things. So I'm excited to see it. Yep, I agree. All right, so now we're going to move into the sunken place. All right, so most of you have probably heard that Ellen DeGeneres, her show is trying. They're trying to get her up off the air because of the uh, work put because of the claims that her workplace is unhealthy, I hear some guests are even complaining about what it's like. It just seems like she is ruling um, fairly. and A lot of people are not happy about it, to the point where she was talking about leaving the air completely. She also was making it like whatever happened on her set is something she ain't know about. However, you know, I understand that my name's on the show, so I'm going to take the blame. It's like, no, baby, it's not like you are the blame. (laughs) Also, like, um, somebody was playing clips like of um, her like interacting with Sofia Vargara
1: and how she was like making fun of her accent. And I'm like, you only speak one language.
0: Yeah. How are you going to make fun of somebody that speaks multiple languages? Yeah. And I'm not going to like, obviously I was big on the Ellen train. Big on it. But you live and you learn. And yeah. I, instead of people just allowing Ellen to learn her lesson, they gotta come in and be Captain Sabahoe. So some yeah, funny like- people from Katie Perry, Ashton Kutcher, Kevin Hart. I think Tyrese Gibson has something to say about. Oh First of all, huh? First of all, Tyree was um, he, he didn't even have her number. He said, could somebody show her this? Oh god. But that's people, embarrassing for people to be like, you know. Listen, I'm I've been friends with Ellen for years, and these claims against her are ridiculous. It's like you can be friends with somebody for years, and they can still do something bad. Like I hate to say it, if you got caught up in some shit, where they be like, listen, your workplace claims your workplace is not good. Instead of being like. I've known Sabrina for 10 years. How I would be like, okay, cool. Just because I know her for 10 years and she's been a good friend to me doesn't mean she couldn't have dropped the fucking ball and made people, <laughs> that's just it. That don't, that don't, mean, that don't mean I got to stop being friends with you. That don't mean anything, but that don't mean I'm going to publicly denounce what other people have experienced because it's my friend. Oh. And that's who's in the oh. second place right now. People who don't understand, just because it's your friend doesn't discount what they did wrong to other people. Also, it's not like it's just like internet hearsay. It's literally people that work there talking about their experience.
1: It's not made up. It's like, okay, Ashton Ashton
0: Kutcher, she wasn't rude to you. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that the person who is uh, the gym operator didn't feel overworked. That's not to say that uh, certain guests didn't feel offended. Like, you can't police that. And I understand that, like, you had a good experience. Okay. But that is just so disrespectful to feel like, because I had a good experience, I get to discount what everyone else has felt, just so I can stand in solidarity with this person who may be complete trash. Exactly. And that's why, like, celebrity culture is just dying now, because it's just like, they are a bunch of clowns. People are slowly but surely starting to realize we give a lot of dummies a lot of money, and all they do is like put give us zero respect. I just that's can't. ridiculous. I really, really cannot take it. Like I'm over it because, because I think the DJ even said something. Damn! Uh, Not the DJ said something. Yeah, yeah, that's a right man, right hand man. He be getting jiggy with her. And everybody was like, "All right, now." was like shut it down. <laughs> <I should laughs> the fact that he does he really be shucking and driving. <laughs> I mean, it's his job. i ain't mad at it, but I'm just saying. And yeah. like, it's so funny because like I tell the story, but I went on the Ellen DeGeneres set, and like I had an interaction with Ellen DeGeneres, and I thought she was really nice. Do I then take to Twitter and go, I have no experience with Ellen DeGeneres in
1: 2016.
0: I don't know what the fuck you losers are talking about. I just want to jump on the I hate Ellen DeGeneres. And I'm like, how like one-dimensional does your brain have to be to think that everybody's experience is equal to yours and that's it? Like, I'm just... Exactly, because like I found out, like I said, I I found out that somebody that I thought um, was like, you know, a very like um dole like very awkward person. I thought that they were creepy. And I didn't bring up anything about like, oh, they were not creepy to me. Like, because I instantly believed that they were creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I was like, I don't know. But then I started thinking about it and I'm like, you know what? You don't have to know when somebody's telling you they was a creep. Exactly. They were a creep towards me. And it's like, all right, you, need, you, owe, you owe the person who was offended at least a space to consider. They might be telling the truth. <laughs> Just consider it. Exactly. And there's so many people that say stuff. So. So many folks, and it has been coming down. The, it's been a rumor for some time now. It's just catching on. Watching, like people on Twitter have been saying this for some time that Ellen is a people. yeah. Because also in the beginning of, I, I remember like in the beginning of quarantine, like her her
1: employees like were saying they weren't getting. I guess they weren't getting either. They weren't getting paid or weren't getting paid fairly. And it's like she got that was money. money she has the
0: exactly money. exactly that's one that is one um place of work that i did not expect to hear that from ridiculous completely completely ridiculous so the hell with people who think that it's all right to just advocate for somebody just because they're their friend like it's all right if you want to stand in their corner privately who am i to be like Oh no, you can't be Ellen's friend no more. But to just <laughs> sit there and discount people and, and it don't look—it's supposed to look like support, but it just looks like you bringing your, yourself down too. <laughs> yeah, because I'm looking at you and be like, mm, nobody you know, even with the ex. Yeah, first of all, I haven't heard Ashley Kutcher speak in years. In years, and I'm like, you can't you came out to to turn up on this. Ridiculous. Ugh. What a loser. All right, so we're moving a little bit quicker, only because we are doing uh, the live and the podcast, so we don't, we can't, <laughs> like, go for two hours or three hours in both spaces, but um, I do feel like we're we're moving at a pretty solid pace. Now, yeah, I was about to say, this is quicker than when we um in the studio. It's way quicker than when we're in the studio. Um, but I kind of like it. I feel like we're just kind of keeping the topic short and precise, and not going too overboard. Um, and as we get comfortable with like virtual podcasts, and I'm sure it'll extend. But it's it's a little weird, like not seeing you here. Being completely honest, it, <laughs> it is, is. But I, but I'm but I'm just doing it. I'm I'm pretending like I'm on the phone. I'm. It's just still different from being on the phone. I, I'm maybe I'm standing up. I'm trying to like huh, I don't know. Well, oh, you know what? I, I have headphones on. Okay, maybe I need to try that. All right, so for common senses, we want to get into, like, expectations and, like, how um, people are just... During this time, we all need each other. Like, that's for sure. But during this time, we also all need Alone time, and we, I think the problem is some of us need different levels of it. Like, say, when I'm alone time, Sabrina might need some human interaction, or when I need some human interaction, Sabrina might be all tapped out because another friend needed some human interaction. Maybe my mom is all tapped out. So, it's like I find like whenever I feel like being left alone, somebody needs me, and whenever I need other people. Um, I feel like they are in a space that I just was. So it's like how do we get reasonable expectations for people? and most importantly, how are we able to take care of ourselves in bad moments? because like this is how anyone's reacting right now is fair in my opinion. like yes. you whatever you need is fair. I get it either way. That's very true. And also like because i I see a lot of stuff going around. And people are like, um, pay attention to who's supporting you and who's not during this time. But it's just like every, it's it's such a weird time that it's what you might take as like somebody being dismissive of you. It's just somebody trying to like process what's going on. Yeah. Now it's not a good time. First of all, it's never a good time to be testing people. Right. It's a group yeah. of folks that just love to set booby traps, social, social booby traps where they're like, <laughs> whoever isn't showing up for you right now, they never was on your team from jump. It's people who, and I'll be the first to tell you, if you set a trap for me, you are only going to hurt yourself because I'm going to act exactly how you want me to act. I swear to God I will. Like, the same way. Oh, yeah, like, you know, I was reaching, I was purposely taking a step back to see who reached out to me, and nobody reached out to me. It's like maybe because they were happy to be left the fuck alone. Maybe. So it was like keep setting up traps for people, and then when they fall for it, you only hurt yourself. If you. And it's, need, all, ask for and it's all. And it's always like the people who like sell t shirts. It's like, <laughs> you're, just, you're just mad because somebody didn't want to buy your shirt. Or they say, I'm always there for other people, but the, they never mention that people didn't, don't want them there. <laughs> like, you ever do yeah, alone true. and a person like, well, I'm here supporting you. And it's like, well, if you can go home, that'd be great because I actually don't need yeah. right now. I just need space. So it's like, so you, you know, decided to act out, show some pageantry. You know, you were there for me as a form of like uh, acting. And now I'm not doing I'm not acting back with you, and it's a problem. So I'm like, I don't yeah. I don't want to I don't want an actor around. It's, this is not a space to be playing those petty games. I'll show it up for you and you ain't show up for me. Like leave everybody's going through it on their own. And I feel like it's valid because I can't imagine it. like when I was craving. Say last Sunday, I was craving to get out the house, craving it. And I called my mom and my mom and me went to the park. And then after we went on the park, we went to my aunt's deck because we wanted to socially distance and be outside. And I had such a great day. And I was thinking to myself, well, what if my mom was in a space where she needed, just as much as I needed to be out, she needed to be in for her mental health. What would I have done? And I'm honestly, I would have had to figure it out on my own. (laughs) I would have had to, like, I think that having people as, you know, support is fantastic, but when it comes down to it, we all need to be able to take care of ourselves, like have some uh, mental, some coping mechanisms in the toolbox for when you can't, for when you can't get to people and for when people can't get to you. Like, do you have some things where you're like, all right, I need human interaction. Exactly. I can't get human interaction right now, but what's stopping me from going to take a walk? Seeing people. What's stopping me from listening to a podcast? What's stopping me from going on Twitter and talking to people? What's stopping me from giving my grandma a call or, you know, circling through all the people you have? But it's like you can't depend on anybody right now—not even your parents—to make you feel better because none of us know what's happening. <laughs> none of us. Mm-hmm. And none of us know when it ends. So I feel like it's time for um, like people that are codependent. I feel like it's time. For y'all to, uh,
1: like, uh, <laughs> but, sorry. Like, sorry. What'd know. you say? You
0: broke up. What'd you say? For people who are like codependent, I feel like it's time to start something else. Yeah, it's time to do something else. You know, codependency is, has never been healthy. But I feel like it's it's less talked about than being an introvert for some reason. Um, when I feel like being an introvert right now, we are low-key thriving a lot better than people who are, like, codependent. But it's always your happiness dependent on other people. And I can't tell you how much of a drag it is when I have to talk on the phone and I'm not in a space to talk. Like, that shit really is not not the best. It's just not good. I'm not even really saying anything. I'm just trying to not cut you off. But in my head, I'm thinking, what's a good time to tap out? Five minutes, 10 minutes? like So it's like people not even really having conversations with you. They're just feeling sorry. So it's like, how do we all... And that's also taken away from my energy when I'm going through it, <laughs> like, so it's like, how do we all like just take care of each other in a way where everyone's need is met? I would say for like the introvert person like me, do what I do that. When somebody calls you, talk to them for five or 10 minutes, but then let them know like, Hey, you know, I'm not in the best space right now. Like, can I talk to you later? Or if you are somebody who's codependent, why not text somebody and be like, Hey, are you okay to talk before you call them? Or, Hey, how are you
1: feeling right now? Before you start just Starting a a storm of what you're going through. Like everybody has. Bro, you breaking
0: like up? That they put everything in. Everybody has this one. um, Can
1: you hear me now? Um. Yeah. Start it. Start it over again. You said you feel like everybody has what? Everybody has this fall guy, like the guy
0: to fall back on, like when everything is like acting like chaotic and stuff. And right now, you can't have that person, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like typically, it's like you, you know, when when I don't want when I'm like uh, upset or something, like I call and I feel comfortable enough to dump everything on you. Or like one of my other close friends. But right now I really don't feel comfortable dumping on people unless it's really, really a big deal. So instead it'll be like, hey, kind of like, are you free or what's going on with you? And if things aren't too bad, then maybe I'll bring it up. But if you Or if things are like completely out of my control and I feel like I need to talk I'm like, hey, I need to let you know this
1: real quick. It's just you have to be willing to just see if people are in the space.
0: Exactly. and also like stop just being like selfish like this literally equally um everybody is going through traumatic experience this is a very traumatic for everybody more than others but you have you know for the most part is not um they're not trying to like pick on you i guess yeah, you still going in and out, Sabrina, but I think I got the gist of what you're saying. You were saying like people aren't trying to pick on you. They just need their own space right now. And I would also like add to that, like if that's you aren't if you are feeling okay, like say you're having a day where shit ain't going bad for you. Use that little bit of time you have to maybe shoot a random person a text if when you do feel good. So it's like... On one end, when you don't feel good, know when to set boundaries. Uh, When you are feeling bad, know when to ask people if you can vent to them. But like, when I wake up in a good mood, the first thing I do is I call like my grandma, I check on her, I check on my dad, I check on my mom. Just little things that won't, you know, drain me dry, but I'm still using, like we all have to keep each other lifted up. So it's like, I'm using my uh, energy to kind of create this, balance. Well, I make sure you good. And when you good, you make sure I'm good, but it's a true balance. It's not always the same person. I just can't take it. It's all right. Okay. None of us can take it.
1: Another thing, like if you, if you are
0: that person, that's always you need to do some, like re within yourself. Yeah, and it's like not, again, not trying to pick on people because codependency is something I don't get, but it's like real. It can develop from many things, but it's like people can't help you out of it.
1: Exactly, and like I know for me, he- start again, Sabrina. you break it up. I say, you hear me
0: well? One more time. you hear me well? Yeah, I can hear you well now. So, I, what I was saying was, um, for me, I have been using this time to like. I do X, y, Like, as soon as you start getting into what you're saying, I
1: can't hear you at all. Uh, are you doing anything different? Um, what? <laughs> or are you just talking again? No. I, well, I, I think I need to go in here Hold on. I'm going back downstairs.
0: Hello, can you hear me better now? Yeah, I can hear you better. Okay, because I'm I came downstairs. I don't know why. I could do everything else on the internet in my room, but I guess I can't
1: like do like uh, lives or uh, long zo- zoom calls. It's very weird. But
0: um but yeah, like I was saying, like I'll check myself um as like why am i doing this um i feel like a lot of people people... don't want to like check them instead of checking themselves they want to
1: um like just waddle in their mess
0: Yeah, exactly. I just feel like now is just not the time for that. You know, it's just, it's just really, really not. And I've never been so concerned about so many different people's mental health at one time. Like, I just don't know where, how a lot of my friends are feeling. Like I was telling you that earlier, if I'm not you for the day, I don't know if it's because both were just silo, like, you know, might be perfectly well, or if it's because you're having a bad day. So It's like I I feel already guilty because I don't, I can't keep tabs on how everyone else is feeling because I'm trying to preserve my own health. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I feel like we all need to be so much more understanding. I understand the fact that, like, all right, we might all be having a bad day together. Like, the odds of that happening right now are not very slim. It's very likely that we could all be having a really bad day. Exactly. It's very, so nobody is like, i mean
1: nobody's out to get you it's just that everybody is you know <laughs> having a time and yeah. i
0: just feel like a lot of
1: people
0: need to you know realize that yeah so in short i think the message is like take care of yourself Literally. that means telling people i can't really take care of you right now because i have nothing else to give or if that means like listen I- to be told dependent right now but nobody's available so it's like maybe it's the time to start learning how to make yourself feel better because that's mm-hmm. just a good skill anyway that's a really great skill exactly and it feels very good like because um you know how to navigate better um it's kind of cool. it is and it's hard because you know everybody isn't a. Uh, um, sometimes it's hard to find
1: people that are like trustworthy or people that are like on the same wavelength as you. So instead of like trying to seek those people out, just like, you know, try to seek that within yourself.
0: So much power comes from it. But um, yeah, that's it for common senses. Sabria, do you have anything else to add? I have nothing else to add. Okay. I'm so excited right now. I just like smell my food cooking. I mean, some- <laughs> uh split peas and jasmine rice and i'm like yo this is about to be that is so grown <laughs> i still feel like i still feel like i'm not like how do you make the split peas This really i dice <laughs> onions and garlic up in turmeric and a pot and with some water and i boil it and add seasonings hmm yeah, and I just keep adding water, like, throughout, because it keeps cooking out. And I, because I don't like things to be real watery. I like it to be soupy, but I like the soup to be kind of like thick. I don't know. Um, I, I get it. I'm turning into, like, oldie. I'm, I like my beans to be, like, art. <laughs> No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, how would we get um, lentils from um active? Exactly. Exactly. I it's like it soupy, like that. but it's not, it's not, like, too watery. I don't like when things are too watery. I feel like it's suspicious. hmm yeah guys, make sure you keep in contact with us by following us on social media. You can follow me on Instagram at imam mate. You can follow me on Twitter at it's Mate and Sabria. You can follow me at it's it Frankie on Instagram and Frankfm underscore on Twitter. Also, follow Black Girl Brunch on Instagram. Make sure you check out our stories. We're trying to keep it updated with just some cool Blackness constantly. Also, follow us on Twitter to have a conversation at BLK Girl brunch And yeah, also make sure you tune in with us uh, for our lives on Wednesday nights. The lives we love. They really do.
1: <laughs> That's it for this week's show. We're going to head out. Bye.